I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. doing good morning you're listening to the arts house on corks 96 fm and c103 it's elmery maw at the microphone with you uh, connor talon's also here ready to go yep another fine morning on a sunday morning <laughs> and coming up between now and 10 lots of lovely music and some great guests so many so many busy artists still practicing philip gray what a lovely artist will be with us a little bit later on chatting about live art demonstrations and talks which are going to take place from tomorrow we'll have all the details later on in the programme. Christine Terry is going to be talking to us about meditation and mindfulness and relaxation and all those lovely things. Yvonne Colin from the Firkin Crane has lots of details on how you can do the opposite of relaxing. Jumping up and dancing, we're going to be celebrating International Day of Dance later on this week. We also have a full section looking at the online recitals coming from Triscoll Arts Centre. And normally I would say I've bumped into two guests this week, but we didn't and we haven't for quite a few weeks. But I managed to get in touch with Mary McGrath, who is the programme director of the First Cut Youth Film Festival. And her story and how a festival, which was literally cut in half, was resurrected online and even better and stronger than ever before. And also the work of the week will be brought to us from the Crawford Art Gallery in the company of Michael Waldron, our own resident curator. (laughs) But speaking of bright and early in the morning. A good morning to all of those of you especially who get up really early this time of day. Uh, I don't know how many of you have your sleep patterns all a bit disturbed. Are you actually enjoying the dawn choruses, the spectacular dawn choruses these days? Well, this is taken from the soundtrack to the movie I Am Sam. It's Sarah McLaughlin with Blackbird. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arise Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see All your life You were only waiting For this moment to be free Blackbird fly 
these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arise. You were only waiting for this moment to arise. You were only waiting for this moment. I don't know how many of you are up these days to listen to the blackbirds and the robins and the spectacular dawn choruses. Lots of us are handling and coping with the whole lockdown in a variety of ways. We're surrounded, you know, by so many different online concerts and they're wonderful and online theatre and that's wonderful. And if you have the mental concentration to be stuck into books right now, that's wonderful. But maybe some people don't. And maybe because it's kind of going on in a protracted way, maybe you are feeling a little bit of anxiety or stress. And one of the things I spotted on Facebook was the account of Christine Terry, whom I have had on the programme before, but only in your role, Christine, as an actress. And I know Connor has, of course, seen you in so many different productions as well. So when I saw little bits on Facebook of you as a yoga teacher and doing meditations for children and family, I loved them. So it's lovely to talk to you about them. And uh, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you so much for having me. How did you get into becoming a yoga teacher in the first instance? So like I, I was saying to you, I never knew that was a side of you. Yeah, I suppose a lot of people don't actually. Um, I My background would be ballet. I studied ballet with Joan Denise Moriarty years ago as a child. So I suppose dancing and all of that, was I was always very much into movement and that. Um, and during college, again, it came up for me, yeah. this movement and the study of the body and that. And then I'm a holistic practitioner as well. I am a reflexologist and I had a holistic practice in Blarney and it just seemed the right thing to do. I was acting full time for a few years and then I tried to go and get a mortgage with my husband to be. (laughs) And I I couldn't get a mortgage because actors, you know, we're not seen as being very reliable. So I had to go away and get um, a a different sort of job that I could prove that I could, you know, and make an income if I wasn't on the road, on tour and that. So yoga was something that I've had in my mind for a really long time, actually since my early 20s in college. So it was just sort of a natural progression um, to studying that. So I did, I studied that with Charlie Stevens and Marianne Gabriel. I did contemporary yoga was the name of the course. And it's so similar to the acting. It was it was really quite amazing. Um, it's such a gorgeous thing to study to bring you right into your body and it's, to be honest as an actor I feel so much more centred now in that in roles and when I get a script I approach it in such a different way now than what I used to years ago. It's much more holistic in building characters and even down to the voice it's all coming down to the yoga roots and really starting within the body and that. These days when we have President mm-hmm. Trump telling people it's like an out, having an out oh. of body experience listening to Trump's uh, non-medical advice at night about disinfectant and UV lights and we we do need to come back into our body and not to be sort of out there in the wild headspaces of social media and everything like that. But what I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to you about this morning, I suppose, was particularly because yeah. you've created these beautiful, gentle oh. evening meditations for whole families to do, but especially child friendly. And I know you're a mum with two young children yourself, so you are oh, yeah. totally speaking to the child that you would know is there on the couch or in the bed 
And mm-hmm. you have created these gorgeous ways of releasing anxiety and tension and that sort of thing. So tell us a little bit about how if people go finding you or looking for you on YouTube, what will they experience with you? I suppose I wanted to do this for the children in particular because there are an awful lot of courses out there for adults, but there really isn't a lot for children. So yes, I have two children myself who adore and study yoga and meditation with me. So that's what I created it for. Um, we also have a surgery coming up um, in Crumlin, me and my son. So I thought, what a lovely time during quarantine to just film these now and not just have them for our family, but also share them with friends. A few, a few people had asked me to tape them and send them on for their kids. A few of my friends and said, look, the children are becoming quite anxious and they're finding it really difficult would you mind taping someone sending them on? So I just decided, you know something? I need these. My my friends need these for their children. So let you know, let's do that. And then in doing that, I there is this beautiful book from Relax Kids. It's called The Magic Box. And you have these gorgeous meditations geared towards children. Not everything is from that particular book. Sometimes I just teach regular meditations that I would normally teach during class to, you know, to my kids or even my adults. But the whole idea was for, you know, families to just lie down on the ground together, be it during the day, be it during night, whatever it was, have that time together and to not be anxious, not to be stressed. And the funny thing was a whole host of parents rang me and said, oh my God, Christine, I'm actually using them for myself. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. Mm. Even my next door neighbour texted me one morning and said, I actually used it to go to sleep last night. So even just hearing that was so lovely because we are starting to get stressed. I think, yeah, there's a little bit of impatience now because a couple of dates have been thrown around there and people have built up an expectation that by these dates we will all be out. And of course, that's not going to be the case. And every time society has those little setbacks or disappointments, it leads to frustration and it does communicate itself to the children. Now, in a lot of primary schools and certainly a number of secondary Mm -hmm. schools would have been introducing Mm -hmm. either yoga with children or mindfulness with children as well as part of their SPHE programmes. And this is a lovely, Mm -hmm. very, very lovely way for them to kind of tap again into some of that practice. It's a lovely thing Mm -hmm. for families to do do together. It is. Yeah, and I was very careful as well. I changed the name as well for um, for children and their families because I was really aware as well of some children. You know, they they it might actually bring up anxiety for some children. They're not always with their mum, their dad. Maybe the parents have split up. Maybe there is a deceased parent, and you know, even that thing, you know, lie on the floor with your mum and dad can bring up huge anxiety for second kids. So what I try and do is I try and use a language that it's very, very open and it's including all children and all types of families. So that in itself, when they lie on the floor, just the idea of family, it could be the dog, it could be their sibling, it could be Nana or Grandad if they're not with mum or dad. Because I know for a lot of people as well, um, with six siblings in Crumlin or Temple Street, some families aren't together at all. So it's about that. And, mm. and even worse, some, some kids maybe have lost somebody due to the COVID-19 situation. So it's just about offering them something different, allowing them the time and the space to just lay down and just to teach them as well, 
to teach them me time. And it's that whole idea of like, I'm going to do this now. And this is something for me and me only. Um, and yes, of course, if you're with mum or dad and that it's the added bonus. And I'm sure there's lovely snuggles and cuddles that come into it as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's really just about nurturing that for the children, but to really give them the power and to teach them that they have the, the power within themselves to learn relaxation and practice no matter where they are. Kids are amazing, Elmarie, you know yourself. They adapt so well to everything once they're shown how to do something. And the series that you are producing, they're all between maybe about three minutes or six minutes. It's very, very accessible. Yeah. Nobody's lying down for half an hour trying to not worry about the rest of the house falling down around them while, that, while it's happening. So it's it's very short, but they're so visual as well mm-hmm. that uh, it's, it's very easy for younger children as well to also Absolutely. engage with it. It's not beyond any of them. That's the thing. You mentioned Crumlin there and you mentioned we have surgery yeah. coming up and that is of course your little boy Adam. How's he getting on? He's doing really well and um, he's fantastic. We're waiting on a surgery coming up. So like that, um, very happy to be at home at the moment and really enjoying every moment um, and trying to stay out of common at the moment as much as we yeah. can. But you know, at the end of the day, um, this is a reality for a lot of families. There are certain kids, they, they have to go, you know, they be at Temple Street or Crumlin. Mm. They need the surgery and unfortunately COVID-19 or not, you know, this is something that we have to do. Um, for the moment, though, we're really happy, thankfully, in Cork all together. And that that will come. And hopefully in a couple of months then all of this COVID-19 has settled down. Um, but the reality is, of course, you know, you're just always planning ahead for him from, you know, um, a point of view where, you know, you are sharing a room with sometimes four other children. And it's not always practical to read a meditation at the side of a bed and stick with it. So pre-recording all of these was just something nice. And it's funny, he's in the room, you can actually hear him in the background and some of them. He's like my little director, he let me know. Um, yeah, I liked that one hour. Maybe you should change that. He's hilarious, Ellie. Well, he'll so be funny. a good judge of it um, now, so he will, because Adam's listening to you all the time. But it's great because then, you know, when you yeah. are in Dublin, he's able to just slap on the headphones and he can have it there in the bed, no matter whether he has a room of his own or whether or not he's in a ward. Exactly. Yeah, it's That's fantastic. Exactly. It. And, and not just Adam, all the boys and girls in any of the hospitals, you know, it's such a a lovely thing for them to be able to do. And, you know, maybe mum has one in one ear or whoever the carer is and the child has one little headphone in the other and they can listen together. Share it you together. Know, just anything that you can do to try and ease the tension and the stress and the worry, especially at the moment. Christine, they're beautiful. You know? I'll direct people again now to your Facebook page, Christine Terry. People mm-hmm. will find it there. But also YouTube. Have you given the YouTube channel a particular name? I actually haven't. It's just Christine Terry. Go on YouTube and you just type in Christine Terry. The meditations will come up. They're all there for you. And I hope you enjoy them, guys. Um, We certainly enjoyed making them anyway. And Elmery, thanks so much for the call. Again, you're so sweet. Not at all. Thanks, Christine. Thank you. Bye. Hi, everybody. It's that time of the day. Some me time, relaxation, yoga time with your teacher, Christine. Hope you're all good. Tonight's meditation, or today I should say, it's tonight here. The meditation is called Worry Tree. And it's taken from this lovely book from Relax Kids, The Magic Box. And if you want to buy this book, it's available on relaxkids.com. But I will be your reader tonight. So the Worry Tree. 
close your eyes and be very still. Breathe in and out slowly. Breathe in and breathe all the way out slowly and steadily. Feel the softness of your breath going in and coming out again. Listen to the sound of your breathing. With each breath, feel yourself becoming more and more relaxed. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Can't you actually just feel your shoulders dropping with the relaxation there? So check out Christine Terry with her meditations, which are up on YouTube and a great way to see another actor in another role in their lives doing something. Now, somebody else who wears a number of hats is Michelle Fitzgerald, who has, of course, been on the show before when her father, Councillor Tony Fitzgerald, was Lord Mayor. She came in to sing live in studio. In her day job, of course, she is a teacher, trying her best to do teaching online now. But this is a gorgeous recording of Over the Rainbow. And we're playing it especially this morning for her granddad, Tom Fitzgerald. He's in the Mount Desert Care Village nursing home. And we want to play it on their behalf for all the patients in nursing homes and the care staffs who are looking after them all on our behalf. When all the world is a hopeless jumble and the raindrops tumble all around Heaven opens a magic lane When all the clouds darken up the skyway There's a rainbow highway to be found Behind the sun Just a step beyond the
In last week's Work of the Week, we were all given a small break up to County Clare where we looked at a few donkeys. And this week, we're going a little bit farther afield because there's a definite feeling in the Crawford Art Gallery that people need some sort of a holiday. So to join me on my journey this week is curator Michael Waldron. Hey, I can't believe it. It's week two of Work of the Week and I've got Michael Waldron here with me who is patiently working away. By the way, since we last spoke, how has your week been? I mean, the sun has made everything better yeah. and just trying to keep the focus. Yeah. Working from home is, is its own challenge, but a neighbour's cat <laughs> walks through our garden every day. So um, <laughs> that's always something to amuse ourselves okay. with. <laughs> I won't take you away from the highlight of the day, so let's get down to the work of the week instead. And look, we're going on holidays. We all need a bit of a break. And you've chosen something. To me, it's a postcard from France, as far as I'm concerned, but it dates from 1936. Where are we? Well, exactly. We're, it is a postcard view, if you will, mm. of the town of Dieppe on the Normandy coastline. And the painting itself by Francis Taille. Yeah. As you said, it's from 1936, yeah. and it depicts this long boulevard, like a long diagonal across the canvas. Oh. Although we don't see the sea, yeah. we know that the wind is blowing through the flags, yeah. and people are just taking the air, the sea air, and all the buildings are facing the sea. And they're all hotels as well, from what I can gather. 
Yeah, it seems to be. Now, we've tried to do some research into which which are the hotels, and it's a little bit tricky, but there's definitely kind of dominating the scene is the Hotel Royale, which yeah. is now an apartment block, I believe. Yeah. But some of the other buildings have been replaced over time. And of course, this scene, although it's very tranquil, yeah. within an only about six years, it was the scene of the Dieppe raid of the Second World War. Oh. You know, the tranquility is in the picture, but the, the reality was soon changed. Not to bring it down. <laughs> I know, but at the time it looks, it almost looks like early in the morning because there's very few people out. You can just see two guys and you can see them wearing their straw boaters and their sticks, their walking sticks. Exactly, yeah. You have, I suppose, one man, very socially distant, walking on his own <laughs> towards us. It's almost like a photograph. Yep. His jacket seems to be billowing and his, his mm. head is down a little bit. I do wonder, is he some sort of painter? It's almost as if there's like some sort of satchel over his shoulder. And then there's another man with his back to us, walking presumably with his daughter or granddaughter. And she's in a very pretty dress and stockings. And she's playing hoop and stick. Very popular 20th century (laughs) toy. That really dates it all right, doesn't it? I mean, that was something, if you wanted to set the scene in a film, that's the first thing you do, get kids dressed in the period dress playing hoop and stick. I actually remember my mother telling me that, that was a game they used to play in her day and she would have been a small girl around that time. One interesting thing that caught my eye was just thinking about this. Why would an artist paint, as he calls it, a street scene on the seafront? What would have been the attraction in, in the 1930s? Was it done for tourism reasons or would it have been done because people just enjoyed that kind of scenery because they didn't get it anywhere else? Well, I suppose in some ways it's a very pleasing view, but I think there's something a little bit more to it. Dieppe, as a kind of a resort town, was very popular in the late 19th century and early 20th century. became an artist colony as well for French artists, but also English artists coming across the Channel, and even a cork artist. His name was Joseph Stafford Gibson, he was always an amateur. He always described himself as an amateur and never exhibited. But he visited there in 1861. So I suppose there's the artist observing this new resort as a, I suppose, a new subject. Yes. But also, I suppose, it was colour. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were predominantly black and white photography yep. right into the 1930s, although yep. there were colour experiments and tinting experiments. Mm. But it brings it to life in a way that a photograph can't. It's actually very alive, very active. You can actually see the wind blowing through the flags, other kind of little visual cues that you see along the way. If we're talking about 1936, I mean, all people had access to in terms of visual information would have been paintings, postcards, papers, and possibly the beginning of the movie industry, I suppose, the early days of film. Precisely. And I suppose even in cinema in the 1930s, a lot of what you would see on screen was a set. Yeah, because you know you you could control the lighting, whereas you couldn't really control the lighting out on on the coastline. Yeah, this was for an artist quite an appealing subject about leisure, and particularly in 1936, which is a very important year for for France. Yeah, this is when industrial disputes ended in the signing of the Matignon Accords, which essentially established the 40-hour work week. Uh, and two weeks paid vacation for people. Really? So we kind of take these things for granted now. But in 1936, France established that. And so this scene of leisure takes on something completely different because suddenly you have a weekend or a holiday that's paid. So it's quite interesting from that regard as well. 
that that's extraordinary because that's one of the great things about the work of the week. Is you get little snippets of information like that, not just about the art or the painter or or its provenance or anything like that, but other things in and around the time. And that in itself kind of dates how recent the working week is and the fact that we get weekends off. It only kind of was established in France that year in 1936. Anyway, look, Michael, you've got a working week. I presume you have to go off and talk to somebody pretty soon, so I'll, I'll let you go. But I was just thinking, anyone who wants to have a look at the work of the week, it's a little bit of a holiday for the eyes. I'm just thinking, oh, to be able to just walk down a seafront or even worse, to be able to walk into a hotel. I'm yearning for it. Hopefully soon enough. But in the meantime, just give ourselves a, a visual break and look at this week's Work of the Week by Francis Taillieu. And it's part of a weekly single work of art exhibition that takes place online, part of the CrawfordGallery.ie forward slash Work of the Week link. And someday soon, people will be able to both do that online and stare at the piece in person in the gallery. Fingers crossed, Michael. We'll keep the faith. Yes, absolutely. See you again next week. Thanks, Connor. So after I spoke to Michael, I told El Marie about that little snippet of information about the establishment of the 40-hour working week and the annual holiday, and also the beginnings of what we'd all eventually call the weekend, or as the French call, le weekend. And El Marie told me about a famous scene from Downton Abbey that I had never seen before, where... Maggie Smith had the last word. What will you do with your time? I've got a job in Ripon. I said I'll start tomorrow. A job? You do know I mean to involve you in the running of the estate. Oh, don't worry. There are plenty of hours in the day. And, of course, I'll have the weekend. What, what is a weekend? <laughs> yes, indeed. What is a weekend? Well, we can tell you what the work of the week is at the Crawford Art Gallery by simply going online to crawfordartgallery.ie forward slash work of the week, where you can also see other exhibitions that have been taking place in the gallery and other activities for students, children, and for anybody who's interested in what the gallery normally has to offer but has now moved it online to crawfordartgallery.ie. On Cork's 96FM and C103. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now for this part of the program, we are doing kind of a full section on the lunchtime concerts and the music that's coming online from the Triscoll Arts Centre. And they've had a fantastic series of lunchtime concerts every Friday. It's still ongoing. And all of the musicians taking part have been from Cork, but they aren't all necessarily in Cork, like Fiona Kelly on flute, who gave this recital from London. Hi, you're very welcome to this Triscoll at home concert. My name is Fiona Kelly and I'm coming to you live from my music room in South East London. And I'm going to take you on a little journey of some solo flute music from um, Baroque to classical to jazz and even to a little bit of folk music. So although I said I was playing a recital of solo flute music, I might have slightly lied. The one not fun thing is not being able to play with other people, of course. And I am very lucky that about 10 minutes down the road from me, my sister lives and she plays the harp. But obviously we can't play together at the moment, but I really wanted to play with her. So this sort of lit the fire for us to try and organise something. She is going to be playing via this lovely speaker. So this last piece is called The Lark in the Clear Air, a traditional Irish song. And this arrangement was done by our grandfather, T.C. Kelly. And when we play together, we often end up playing his arrangements. So Jean very kindly recorded her part and I have it on my speaker. But um, Jean has a a little girl and uh, I sent Jean a small recording of this just to make sure it was all working. And her little girl said, Mama, how did you fit inside that box with your harp? Um, So it's brilliant that we can do things like this. I just love to say a massive, massive thank you to Triscoll for organising this and keeping their series going online. And I'm totally amazed by all of these organisations that are having a brilliant online presence. And it keeps me going as well. It keeps me really inspired and wanting to actually practice when I'm listening to all of these brilliant concerts and recitals online. So looking forward to hopefully seeing you in the Triscoll soon in Cork and maybe not here in my tiny, tiny room. So here is the Lark in the Clear Air with my sister Jean Kelly playing the harp.
And staying with the Triscoll, we'll now hear from Dr. Fanula Moynihan on piano, who's been a guest on the show before and was, in fact, the first performer of the Triscoll Lunchtime online concerts. Here's a clip. Welcome to this online recital for Triscoll. It's such a lovely idea, and I was absolutely delighted to be asked to be a part of it. I'm going to play you a selection of pieces today, and I hope you really enjoy them. The first piece I'm going to start with is Bach Sinfonia from his second partita in C minor. So I hope you enjoy this. all the Triscoll stuff going online is of course Gillian Hennessy. Gillian, in one sense we kind of talk to people on a Sunday morning as if everyone is at home searching for things to do and in another sense we actually do have to acknowledge that a load of people are trying to juggle working from home, two or more children, schoolwork, making the dinner, making sure everyone's still active and all the rest of it. But there is actually this whole world of concerts that we can still watch. And of course, Triscoll were one of the centres embracing the online. And there's only one more Friday lunchtime concert left. They've been a big success. They've been great. And we actually have two coming up. We just booked another musician there. We're going to take a break next Friday and then we'll continue on from the 8th of May. But they've been great. I mean, I love seeing people coming in to Triscoll to to the lunchtime concerts. I think they're a great chance to take a chance on classical music and this just opens that possibility up even more So for somebody to just dip in and out. And the comments that have been on the videos are lovely. You know, people saying that was a perfect distraction. I had it on in the background while I was having my lunch and it was just gorgeous to listen to it. And that's what we wanted to do. I mean, we're always busy in Tresco. We've always got so much on. So kind of, you know, when we were told to close our doors, it was just so surreal. And because we're not used to not having anything, we thought, look, let's try this. Let's, let's reach out to some musicians that we know really well, come to Tresco, and, you know, we'll see how it gets on. And fair play to them. They've embraced this whole new digital thing as well. And that's a whole arena that, you know, they're not familiar with either and they've just done such great, great jobs. So proud of them, really am. One of the things I love about the fact that these are available online though as well is is people can not just say it's something for their own lunchtime, 
this can be something for the whole family's lunchtime, you know, and people may or may not be in a position to buy tickets to take their children to see a classical concert or take their children to see an orchestra or take their children in to see a little bit of chamber music, which would be, you know, more unusual. But this is one way that parents and children can have a little lunchtime chamber music or lunchtime performances at home. Absolutely. You know, like you said, some parents might not be willing to to keep their kids quiet for that hour of classical music. They might just feel a bit too nervous about it. But with this, it doesn't matter what noise the kids are making. I've also been kind of making jokes that this is the one time that, you know, you don't have to wait for the applause to actually be able to (laughs) enter to school. You can just join us whenever you want. And uh, like the very first concert was uh, Fanula Moynihan wonderful, wonderful pianist and my nephew has actually just started learning piano so I said to my sister, let's get him to, to listen to it and she's like, he was just fascinated by it, absolutely fascinated and you know, this is probably something even though he knows Triscoll and he's come into Triscoll, I've never brought him into a classical music concert before so this was a really great opportunity for him to see what I do and what I am going to work to, to sort all the time and to really, really enjoy it as well. A great opportunity for, for families to enjoy some beautiful music together. And the other side of it is this while people can, of course, certainly join in, the videos for the previous concerts are also still available online, though, isn't that it? You have them up Absolutely. on your YouTube channel. They're up on our YouTube. They're also up on our Facebook. So whichever platform you prefer watching, they're up there. So if you're on the Facebook, it's just into the video section on the page and you'll just see them all in there. I have them all kind of tagged together in a series. So you can just, you know, pop them on and listen to some beautiful piano or some cello, whatever you feel like, you know. Um, and it, it's great. And YouTube is fabulous as well. So it, it's a chance for people to kind of dip in. And if they, you don't get a chance to, to listen with us live on Fridays at one, you can listen to it whenever it suits you. It's, it's the ultimate flexible music. Now then, it's not just lunchtime that you're proceeding with. You also have, obviously, lots of stuff happening at night. And I love the Piece by Piece series. Cormac McCarthy is the next performer in that now, this coming Friday. Tell us about that. that that's a celebration of improvisation and the artists who excel at it too, isn't it? It is. And that's a partnership with the Improvised Music Company. So it's an eight-week series And what's really, really special about this series is that each musician will build on what's gone before. So they'll each kind of look at what the other musicians in the series have done. And then that informs their own performance and their own concert. So it is great improvisation, but it's also a great partnership of all the musicians. And they're all watching each other and supporting each other and encouraging each other and that's a really amazing scene. Like this is such a, you know, it's so unique and putting it in the online space then makes it even different again. But, you know, people have been responding so well to it. So, you know, we're really happy we, we've been able to do this. Basically, I suppose the message to get out there this morning, Gillian, is simply to stay in touch with Triscoll, follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow and click and like on Facebook so that the notifications will come up and how amazing in the middle of a chaotic day or a day where you might be feeling a bit down to get a little notification on your phone that someone is actually doing a live concert right now and it will just lift you out of it. Absolutely there's music and our head of cinema has just started giving some film recommendations so every Monday we'll pop up some new ones for everybody to check out and 
they're going to be a mix of kind of free to avail of, you know, a what to watch online or on movie. Um, just, you know, if you're looking for something different to watch and uh, it, it's, a, it's a nice way to kind of get lost in movies as well. Never short of suggestions anyway, Julian. That's why I love oh. talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so much happening, even online, even when locked in, we get so much happening. Mind yourself. Truly, truly mind okay, yourself. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank Gillian. You. Thanks, okay. everybody. Bye. Bye. So that's Gillian Hennessy from the Triscoll Arts Centre. So make sure you do look them up online because those continuing concerts, whether it's lunchtime or late night, or indeed, as she was saying, cinema suggestions and film suggestions, there really is still so much happening. It feels like just a few weeks ago we were talking to Marie Hickey, head of the Ortus Chamber Music Festival in Cork for late February. And she was doing that interview with us that time from her apartment in Paris. So she's still there now on lockdown. And here's a snippet from her home recital with her boyfriend, who's also a violinist. So we got two for one last Friday. Hi everyone and welcome to this home concert as part of the Triscoll Home Series. I'm Marie Hickey and... This is Ron Bracca and we are in our apartment in Paris in our second month of lockdown. So we're going to play a few violin duos for you today um, to hopefully bring some life into your day. And um, we're going to start off with a duo by Haydn. Thank you. 
Arts House. On Cork's 96FM and C103.